0: Hello, and welcome to Touching the Sunrise podcast. I am Sister Catherine Herms, author of Surviving Depression, A Catholic Approach, and Reclaim Regret How God Heals Life's Disappointments, and spiritual guide in the Heartwork program, which specializes in helping people walk the road of spiritual growth and inner healing. For the past 10 years, I have been walking alongside wonderful women and men who want a more heart-centered and spiritual life, but would like support on the way. Through online programs, a Facebook group, a heartwork community on Patreon, and one-on-one spiritual guidance, I walk with people on a contemplative and healing path that has been trodden for thousands of years. Basically. I'm here to help you surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit who has come to make your being the throne of the Holy Trinity so that your life, your prayer, your relationships, your dreams and goals and desires most deeply satisfy the desires of your heart. You can find out more about me and what God has led me to do in the world by visiting my website Touchingthesunrise.com. Let's start as we always do by reconnecting, slowing down, and remembering, refreshing. Take a deep breath directly into your heart, even deeper than your heart, into that organ that divine grace transforms with the presence, the light, and the life of the divine trinity with teresa of avila we enter into our inner world as if we are entering a mansion or a castle in the centermost room of the castle is silence and a pulsing dynamic call of love that could only come from the one who is love himself We enter the castle through the doors from the outside and make our way gradually toward that inner sanctuary where God is and from where he is filling your entire being with his light. On the journey through the rooms as we approach the center we need also to face our resistance, our weakness, Our desires, our sin, our passions. Every time we see new things about our humanness, we become more open, more malleable, more godlike. So let your heart call out to your God. Let your thoughts melt and surrender to the work of the Spirit. And today we're going to be talking about, specifically, how is it that we resist this call of the Spirit. It's in prayer that we desire to be progressively transformed into who we really are before this face of God who truly is. This may or may not change an outer situation that we may be living. But as we remain in God's presence, our inner being shines with that divine radiance. And through varying circumstances, everyone, including ourselves, can see God loving into existence our most authentic self, the person he created us to be. So we're gonna spend the next few moments in a, in a journey of personal discovery. So let's begin by quieting your heart and your soul in God's presence. And we can use these beautiful words from the book of Isaiah, chapter 35. Say to the fearful, be strong, do not fear. Say to the fearful, be strong, Do not fear. As we allow this verse to settle deep into our hearts, we repeat, say to the fearful, be strong. Do not fear. And how is this, in a sense, reverberating in our, in your inner world? We can use the image of a prison to explore imprisoning situations that that you have lived through or perhaps are currently living in. These situations could have been created by someone's attitudes toward you, a situation of injustice or even abuse, events in your childhood, perhaps your own fears or your shyness. A financial or a physical tragedy, what have your imprisoning situations been? What have your imprisoning situations been? Taking the image of a prison, how does this help you reflect upon the situation? Even reflect about how it feels to be in those situations. What does it look like? Even if you take one instance, what does that look like if you compare it to a prison? Who else is there in that prison? How does being in a prison affect your life? Who else? Is affected by your imprisonment? And is God with you in that prison at all, or do you feel all alone? Reflecting on these imprisoning situations, if you will, you may become aware of certain life lessons that were impressed upon you over the years. These life lessons may have seemed helpful for a time, but They actually may be obstacles to growth and maturity at this point in your life. So we can think about these life lessons that create actual prison experiences in our adulthood. Maybe we learned early in our life, you should not exist. If you don't conform, you are bad. Maybe someone along the way made us feel that we are worthless. Maybe the way we were treated younger in our life made us believe in this life lesson, you should not grow up or you should not be successful. Maybe looking at others in your life you learned intimacy is not safe or you must not dream. These injunctions that we pick up along the way in our early life become signposts to survival. We came to believe that in order to be accepted or loved, we needed to disappear or to not think. Or we needed to conform. Or perhaps we learned that to be accepted and loved, we needed to remain a child. Or perhaps we learned that we needed to protect ourselves from love. When this happens in our life, and for all of us to a certain extent, it is there, we begin to shut off the truest part of who we are. Unconsciously, we begin to to make decisions that would ensure our survival. For example, since I am not acceptable as I am, I must not think for myself or disagree, and I must always do what the other person wants. Or since my parents loved me only as long as I remained a child, I choose to remain a child and not grow up. Or since it is bad to be happy and spontaneous, I have decided to be sad. Only then will I be in a twisted way good so as you look now at your imprisoning situations in your life what are the injunctions that you learned what are kind of the laws of being that you picked up that you that you imbibed or conformed to in order to somehow survive especially In your younger years? And what situations or behaviors in your present life are being affected by your having taken on these injunctions? We need to thank God for our life and for the ways God has been there in each of these imprisoning situations. He is the one who saw us through each year, each event, each relationship of our lives. Your heart calls out for healing. The illusions, the the frightened agendas, the compensations that have kept you in prison until now have been exposed through this tiny exercise They no longer have power over you because you see them. Another way is possible to you now to live from the deepest part of yourself where you truly are God's dream. You are far more than than the survival tactics, than the masks and defenses that, that you have unconsciously developed to protect yourself. Until now, it may have been the only way you could survive, but but this isn't true anymore. With great gentleness, accept what you are feeling as you hold these imprisoning situations gently in your hands. The dissatisfaction, the fear, the sense of isolation, Perhaps you're feeling the lack of authenticity now in your adult years, or perhaps even the presence of guilt. It is time to purify these survival mechanisms and to progressively free yourself from their control. So as we go on, let's begin to center ourselves and to use words like peace, Words like let it be or yes. Let's picture ourselves in a situation, one situation, that right now is causing us distress. And let us imagine how Jesus comes to stand by our side, by my side, by your side. Jesus takes your hand he puts his arm around you. You are not alone anymore. And listen to these thoughts. I have suffered enough doing what others want in order to buy their love or acceptance. I have suffered enough for not being myself. My love. My life, my dreams have been distorted and falsified. Now I can begin again. From this point, I have brought everything to the light. Put everything here with you, Jesus, on the table. I can leave behind every idealized image of myself. I can live now from the depths of my being because only in this way can i give and receive true love say in your heart now i can begin again i can live now from the depths of my being because only in this way can i give and receive true love in your heart turn toward Jesus and away from the persons or events that have caused you pain look into Jesus face and see and see there in his eyes compassion and strength Jesus has always known the goodness in your heart in his eyes You were always worth loving. You were always beautiful. That fact has never changed. The suffering in your life can yield great treasures. It is possible to find gifts in the ashes, treasures in the flames. But don't worry about that now. Jesus himself, he is the one who will show you where the gold lies. You only need to hold on to him, to lean in your weakness on his power, to trust in your poverty, on his bountiful love. Lay your head down on his heart and and rest as a little child sleeps in his or her parents' arms. God has amazing ways of knocking on people's hearts, awakening desires, arousing questions, provoking an unexpected spiritual fire. Remember, if you'd like some extra support and are ready to embark on a sustained spiritual journey, you can connect with me in a number of ways by going to my website, touchingthesunrise.com until the next time take care of yourself and remember you are not alone you are loved no matter what and when you search within yourself you will find not only yourself but the throne of the divine trinity you have a calling a mission and every gift every grace every moment Even every fall, mistake and sin is a step toward your completely and wholly being taken up into the mystery of God's love for you and for all creation. Remember always that you have a treasure of inexpressible joy hidden in an earthen vessel that's small and fragile. And may this overflowing joy fill you and yours with this fragrance God be with you